Hi, welcome to the episode 5 of K Koji Podcast. We are your hosts, K and I'm Koji. So there was an earthquake、uh, in Japan a few days ago, and that was pretty, pretty big. K, have you felt the earthquake when you travel to Japan, or have you felt the earthquake ever in your life? In the area I live in, we're kind of on the fault line, and we're always overdue for earthquakes all the time. So, actually, like the BC region is like an earthquake prone area.、Uh, if you look at a lot of like the buildings in this area, they're all actually like designed in anticipation for earthquakes. You know, I, I get surprised when I see, you know, the, the condos in, say, downtown Vancouver because, you know, they, yeah, it's, it's all glass. And that's a, that's a crazy kind of construction、uh, from a Japanese person's perspective. What if they all break? Uh, at the event of an earthquake,、um, it's not so much of the, the glass, it's more of like、um, the steel and the concrete support that they have in there.、Um, that's pretty good. And a lot of like the foundation is designed to like shake along with the earthquake when it happens.、Um, yeah, so like we actually have a civil engineering department at UBC.、Um, and they're actually responsible for all of the、uh, testing. That most of the developers here look at for research purposes whenever they build like condos and stuff like that.、Um, so, for the most part,、um, we don't feel the earthquake as much, but certainly we, I have felt a lot of like earthquakes happen、uh, when I've been living in my, my area,、uh, but they're never like severe. Uh, uh, not as severe as the one that I've heard of in Japan. And I've never actually felt the Jap- Japanese one. I do understand that there are like mini earthquakes in, in Canada from time to time in the, in the BC area. But I think the scale is you know, quite different from the one we get in Japan and, and the frequency also. So we get the earthquake maybe once every month or every other month if you live in Japan. And the scale is, it could get pretty strong. Like, I felt the earthquake in Canada once, and it was like kind of like an everyday earthquake in Japan. And I, I you know, I was, I opened my social media, and all of my friends were freaking out. It was almost surprising to me because it, it's just, it's just a, you know, everyday normal thing if you were to live in Japan. But in Canada, it happens once every five years, and people were, Pretty shocked. So that tells you how much earthquakes we get in Japan and how severe it could be. You know, the earthquake we experienced a few days ago was the biggest earthquake I have ever experienced because I wasn't here for the, for the great earthquake in 2011. The earthquake, you know, a few days ago was, was pretty strong. The earthquake level of, I think, five felt in Tokyo. I happened to be outside、uh, naked with my friends, <laughs>、uh, taking a bath actually.、Uh, we, I went to an onsen facility and was, you know, sitting in a bath outside. And all of the sudden, shock. So the earthquake comes in two forms. Before the big shake, there's always this、uh, vertical, like small shakes. So when you get a big earthquake, You feel this little like vertical shakes. I didn't, I had never felt it before. It's usually the horizontal shake,、uh, even with, you know, with the smaller earthquakes. But if, when it's like a bigger earthquake, it's a vertical shake for, you know, 10 seconds that you feel. And then eventually the, the big one. It's a, it's a way the waves 
are trans are transmitted. It's uh, I think it's called the P wave and the S wave, and the P wave gets trans transferred or, or uh, travels faster. So the P wave, which is the vertical shake, comes first, and then the S wave, which is the horizontal shake, comes after. So I was in the bath outside, but naked, and the water was basically like when you are like moving the cup too fast, uh, that the water hits one edge and starts spilling, and we were pretty scared for our lives and we had two choices so one was to go back inside and put some clothes on or two was you know if it was gonna get bigger you know we would die anyway regardless of if you're if you're outside or inside so we just sit there and enjoy the bath and <laughs> and we went for the option two and unfortunately it wasn't uh, as big as the one from 10 years ago so we, we survived but it was a pretty scary experience for me got it do you know how much damage that earthquake caused oh yeah so you know we have many subways and and trains uh, running around Tokyo and one of the trains got derailed because it didn't stop soon enough so it's, it was pretty severe we have a pretty good like warning system, which is very scary. You know, no matter what time it is, you will get this crazy like buzzer from the phone. Your phone wakes up and, and the sound is very, un- you know, uncomfortable. You, you know, maybe you can look it up on YouTube. I think it's, it's meant to sound uncomfortable to, you know, raise, you know, to alert you. But it's, it's like the most uncomfortable sound you can hear. And even like somehow the city's, have planted speakers outside on the streets so even the streets like when you go outside when there's a big earthquake like that you can hear the alarm even when you're outside so it, it really feels like world's end when there's a big earthquake in japan yeah that's that's pretty scary mm-hmm. the the de- derailed train that happened did anyone get like injured or- yeah yeah i think several people got injured maybe like 20 people but nobody really uh, died or anything Train got derailed, but it didn't like fall. Yeah, that's that's pretty lucky, um, especially if it's going super fast and it gets derailed. Then mm-hmm. it's a it's a recipe for disaster. Well, at least uh, you enjoyed your onsen. Yeah. So yeah, and I and everybody actually left when it was shaking. So after everybody left, uh, the bath was pretty empty. So that was that was pretty good. But you know, I think you know it makes. Every time there is a big earthquake, it makes me realize that, you know, that that's a risk of living in this country that you have to live with. It's a nice country and we are very, very well prepared for earthquakes. But at the same time, you could, you know, you could, you know, if you're in the wrong place, if you're doing the wrong thing, um, you could easily lose your, use your life or, you know, lose your loved ones. Got it. Mm-hmm. Usually when there's like a... Like an earthquake drill, right? Yeah. Either your company will do one or, yeah. you know, the kids will do that in the school. Yeah. Once. You were told to, like, go under a table or, like, something, some kind of strong material and hide under there in case things fall on top of you. Yeah, so I think Japanese people from their young age are really well prepared uh, because we get the earthquake drills all the time uh, when you're in when you're in elementary school middle school, high school. I'm not sure if they do it in university because I never attended one here. Uh, but all the way, you know, even when you're working, uh, they have fire drills and earthquake drills, I think at least once or twice a year. 
Well, maybe you do the same in in North America, but you know they they basically make you take the the, the evacuation route and then you know leave leave the office and meet outside. And even when you're in the elementary school, what you do is when there's an earthquake, you hide under the desk and you wait for the shaking to stop. But one thing that's pretty crazy, I think, is not available in you know other countries. I could be wrong, but when you go to at least my time, when you go to an elementary school in Japan, they make you put this cushion on the back of your chair, which functions as like a safety hat to wear when you, when there's an earthquake to pre- to protect your head from you know things falling onto you. And I think a lot of Japanese households have their supply of water and you know emergency food. Yeah, it's definitely pretty scary. Like that's the thing with Japan. It's like it seems like super safe all the time. Like socially, it's super safe. Like you can leave your door unlocked in Japan and walk around, and you can have a drink and walk around <laughs> in public. You're less likely to die from a person, a human being, in Japan, but you're more likely to die from natural disasters in Japan, like an earthquake. Yeah, and we have typhoons. I th- yeah, I think one of the saddest way to die is to get hit by like a falling sign at at the event of a typhoon, and and die. But it happens every year. It's very sad. Wasn't there like one situation where um there was a road in Japan, and everything collapsed? The road like sank. Oh yeah, in, yeah. Like, big sinkhole. Yeah, there was a big sinkhole. <laughs> How did you know about this? <laughs> yeah, it was on the news. Okay. Um, because it was just so out of the ordinary. So not only do you have to worry about shit hitting you on the head mm-hmm. when an earthquake happens, <laughs> you also have to worry about like literally the ground disappears from under you and you yeah. just fall to your death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a death trap. No ex- escaping. So you need to look up and down. <laughs> you would think that there'd be like more tsunamis coming, especially if you have a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Like if, if you start to see that Japan has a lot more of these natural disasters increasing mm-hmm. as a result of climate change, yeah. do you have like any ideas of where you'd want to live or would you just stay in Japan if <laughs> oh, <laughs> these if natural disasters keep happening? Yeah. So, you know, th- I think there are several things I would take into account when I, you know, want to, when I consider moving to another country is, you know, having access to, you know, having, you know, to be able to travel to another country easily, right? And, you know, it's it's funny you brought that up because I was just looking at the passport strength rankings by by country in 2021. And guess which country ranks top on the list? Uh, it would either be um, Singapore mm-hmm. or Japan. Ooh, on point. So you're actually right. Uh, number one is Singapore and Japan sitting at 100. Oh, they tied? Yeah, they tied this year. Oh, wow. Okay. 192 countries. Second, Germany, South Korea at 190 countries. 189, third is Finland, Italy, Luxembourg, and Spain. Fourth is Austria, Denmark, so all the European countries. Until fifth, 
Well, all the European countries actually for the rest, basically. United States is seventh at 185. Canada is eighth, 184. Australia is tied with Canada. Yeah, but other than that, actually, other than Japan, Singapore, South Korea, uh, United, well, United Kingdom technically, I think would it would be in, in you know, called a, a European country. Uh, United States, Aust- Australia, Canada, they're all European countries up up until you know, uh, the 10th in the ranking, and the worst countries, the worst of the worst is Afghanistan. Well, I mean, there's no, kind of no surprise <laughs> there with the Afghanistan part. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they have like, they have some problems yeah. uh, to work through. Yeah. Um, you can only travel to 26 countries without visa. In Canada? With a Canadian passport? Oh, no, or no, no. In, in Afghanistan. 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 Oh, you, really? you can travel to 184 countries <laughs> without visa. <laughs> For a Japanese passport, you can travel to 192 countries without visa. Yeah, that's 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 incredible. Yeah, uh, I mean, um, yeah, like, so that means if you are you would move to another country, you'd probably want to move to another country like Singapore that has like equally as powerful of a passport as Japan because it gives you more options to move around. Yeah, or would you consider a different country to move to based on these? Is if passport is like one of the key decision making factors for you? Well, I, I would I would certainly it doesn't have to be the same number because I don't think I would travel to the one hundred ninety two countries eventually. But you know, I, I think it's something I can consider, right? You know, I can look at the list of countries I'm able to visit and see. Cause I, I think I would prefer to be a Canadian than being a being an American because you can travel to Cuba if you lived in mm. Canada. Mm. That's true. That's true. Have you been to Cuba? No, but I, I, I'd okay. like to. I'd like to visit, and and that's why I, uh, I just mentioned that. Have you been to Cuba? Yeah, I have been to Cuba. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I heard it's nice. Yeah, it's it's definitely nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but like their currency system's all like weird. Um, <laughs> they have two currencies, so, right? For for the foreigners so, and for the for the locals yeah yeah they have two separate currencies so with foreigners uh you have to bring us dollars in order to convert that us dollars into the cuban currency that they mm-hmm. use mm-hmm. so the cuban currency they use is called a kuka okay um, and so but it's one to one so oh, okay one, <laughs> so the ratio is like one american dollar is equivalent to one kuka Mm-hmm. But if you look at the convert the proper conversion rate, one KUKA doesn't actually equal to like one US dollar on okay. the foreign markets. It's like one KUKA is probably like one twentieth of the. Oh, okay, so it's, it's a foreigner price. It's like already price adjusted for foreigners. Yeah, so you get immediately ripped off <laughs> the second you try to do conversion exchange there, uh-huh. um, and you can only do currency conversion in Cuba. You can't get their currency outside in money markets or in any foreign area you can't exchange ahead of time like we can if i was to go to japan right i can't mm-hmm. change my canadian yep. dollars to, to yen, yen right yeah like you have to make sure you only bring us dollars mm-hmm. take it to cuba and then that's when you can go to their 
local currency exchange look, uh, place, and then you can convert your US dollars to KUKA. But other than you getting severely ripped off on the monetary side of things, mm-hmm. um, the people are, uh, well, if you're in the tourist area, everyone's really, really nice. And mm. the place is like beautiful. Mm-hmm. But Cuba has a lot of like, like Cuba's country, the country of Cuba is optimized for tourism. Oh, okay. So, so it's not like, like that's their biggest um, source of source of income mm-hmm. in that, dollars. That contributes the most to yeah. their GDP. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you'll see a lot of the locals um, learn English because that's one of the biggest reasons they can afford to like okay. live in Cuba. Okay. If you try to like get a, because I was talking like some of the locals because I didn't just stay in the tourist areas. I mm-hmm. did go into like the okay. regular cities. Okay. And the tourist area and the cities is totally different. It's just like how when you would go to Mexico, right? Yeah. When you go yeah, to yeah, yeah. the tourist it's, place. It's, a, it's right? a resort. Yeah. It's a resort, right? Mm-hmm. And once you leave and you go into like the regular cities, it's like so many more slums mm-hmm. and like sketchy areas. Um, is it dangerous yeah. in Cuba, like in the, in the cities? Because it sure is in Mexico more dangerous in the cities than in uh you know in the resorts so yeah the if you stay in the tourist area it's relatively safe um well if you go outside the tourist areas it's i would say it's probably on par dangerous as like mexico um because they don't see as many foreigners go into the non-tourist locations um but like i was with like a a guide that was like that took a couple of us over there just so we can see like the real part of Cuba and like what's going on. Um, so regardless to say there's a lot of like development work that they have to do. And, you know, they're still technically a communist yeah. country. And right? it's sanctioned by the U um, S still. Yeah. It's sanctioned by the U S. Um, but <laughs> the funny thing is that whenever I'm in, when I was in the hotel in the tourist side of Cuba, <laughs> I would turn on the TV. Um, they would have, u.s channels like cnn and whatnot um and then they would have like mexican channels <laughs> and then they would have russian channels wow so and then they would have chinese channels yeah yeah so it is really optimized for tourism it's, it's like it's like when you go to hawaii and you turn on the tv in the hotel you they have uh, i think uh nhk which is like the japanese um national like tv channel so yeah and the funniest thing is that people from communist countries mm-hmm. visit cuba because cuba is like a destination place for communists i see i so see. i ran to like a ton of like russian tourists mm-hmm. and like or well, i guess russia is technically not but officially ex, considered ex, like yeah. communist or whatever yeah. like or but like ex-communist yeah. countries yeah. um and a lot of chinese people were there mm-hmm. um and then it's americans and a lot of canadians um that you'll see in cuba I see. Wow. <laughs> so it was really interesting. Um, mm. There were a couple of like Europeans, but not that many. Like if there, if there was any Europeans that I ever ran into there, it was mostly Germans. I see. I yeah, see. Yeah, which was did, really Did they come from the east side of Germany or? <laughs> <laughs> it's normal Germany. Uh, I see, I see. Germany. Wow. But yeah, other than that though, if you're just there to like look around and just mm-hmm. enjoy the beach and stuff like that and mm-hmm. get some Cuban cigars and... Yeah, you know, it's nice then it's nice yeah it's, it's really it's really a nice uh 
nice country. I see. Um, it's just they need to develop some more. Um, they do have some interesting like castles and stuff like that to okay. go to, or like yeah. Um, so there are some like interesting stuff uh, to see, and they've got all the old school cars, right? Yeah, like, I heard. I heard they have all the sixties. Yeah, classic cars in Cuba. Yeah, super dangerous. No airbags. Mm, <laughs> no like, seatbelts, right? No seatbelts. <laughs> some of them don't even have seatbelts. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, it's really, uh, it's really funny. Um, mm. But there, there are a lot of in the tourist areas. You gotta be a little bit careful. Um, there are some guys that'll try to sell you like cocaine and marijuana. Whoa! In uh, in the street. Okay. And if you get caught in Cuba, because that's like super illegal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're in a lot of trouble. Um, yeah. And that's the first thing our tour guide told me. It's like. Yeah, if you see a guy like trying to give you like cocaine and like stuff like that, don't take it and don't buy it off of them because if you're caught with that, then they're gonna detain you. And, and okay, stuff like that. so they're so. not like they're really trying to sell you cocaine because I I hear in say you know Thailand there are corrupt cops that are in uh, on this with a with like a fake drug dealer, um, so they would they would sell you say weed on the street in Thailand and then conveniently there's a there's a police uh you know that gets information from the from the dealer they're catfishing you yeah, they're catfishing you and then the police would eventually ask you for a hefty bribe uh which is you know could be like a thousand dollars or three hundred dollars whatever so that's not the case in cuba they will really try to catch you if they catch you with cocaine or yeah okay yeah well um <laughs> yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't so, want to you know I would never want to imagine myself getting caught uh, by a police in a by the police in a communist state. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty freaky. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, going back to you know passports. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, so you know, going up on the list, I see Iraq, uh, just above Cuba. Uh, sorry, Afghanistan, twenty eight. Yeah, Syria, twenty nine. Pakistan, thirty one. Yemen 33, Somalia 34, Nepal and Palestinian territories 37, North Korea 39 destination, ranking at 109. Korea, North Korea has a stronger passport than Afghanistan. Yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, It must be like uh, because of China. China, yes. China with their passport. Yeah. But that's... Yeah, I I bet it's very rarely used the passport though. If you're in North Korea, yeah, yeah, but you know, for those who have the passport in North Korea, they get to you know travel to 39 countries without visa. Maybe that includes like countries like Vietnam. Oh yeah, I'm not sure. Cambodia, if they need... Cambodia, you can go there. Yeah, I, I think see. that's one one and of the China. places you can go to. Yeah, yeah, you know, I actually want to try. To go to North Korea. Why? It's I don't know. I I've developed this weird obsession with North Korea recently. Like I want to go there. Like I don't want to. Why of, <laughs> but why of all all like it's like the relationship between like South Korea and Japan is bad enough. But can you imagine how? Oh man, I mean South Korea and Japan. Korea. <laughs> South Korea and Japan. We are like actually friends, right? And. Yeah. You know, we're just like having like a little like disagreement. <laughs> but imagine all the time. North Korea. But North though. Korea is serious. Like we are enemies. Like you know, 
Like, South Korea and Japan, we're like frenemies, but like North Korea and Japan, or North Korea and South Korea, we're like enemies. Like, I mean, they, you know, they, they always, you know, try to bring out the ultimate option, which is like the ballistic missile, right? So, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, but, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm removing all the political issues and whatnot out of the picture. I just stumbled upon like videos of people visiting North Korea, and I, there's this guy on YouTube posting, I think he's stationed there or something, uh, maybe doing some, you know, international like embassy type of work, or maybe he's getting paid by the North Korean government uh, to promote. But he's just taking videos of things in North Korea, like everyday life. And he's, he, you know, he's openly making comments like, so this is fake. And there's no one in there. But actually, I, I want to try there because it's so empty there when you travel there. Whereas if you go to like any tourism spots, you know, it's usually filled with locals and, and uh, international visitors. Maybe I'm getting fed up with the, with, the, with the crowdedness of Tokyo. But just so say you go into. So there was one video I remember very clearly is this guy takes his family to a burger shop in North Korea. And so the restaurant actually has some customers for, for that for that episode, has some customers, but it's not busy. And they, you know, they give you options like fries, burgers, and 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 juice. And you can only pay with dollars in those restaurants. United States dollars. And he goes there with his family. He orders like um, French fries and 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 some burgers of course and some some drinks for the for the for the kids and then the server because she has not you know it's it's not something that the server eats or had ever eaten they don't know how to serve the fries like like the fries come like standing up in uh in this container and just put like it's like placed on a tray and they put they and then they serve it to you. It's it's a very weird way to serve fries, but I think uh, the server doesn't know how to eat it because they never get to eat it. And then the burgers come, and you know it's it's just all super strange. But I like it. It's it's so empty, you know, and it just it just looks so peaceful all the time. You know that you you they, this guy is driving around in North Korea, uh, uh but then it's a. Uh, but then it's so empty. Like if you go to a gas station, you get like full service. Like I have to pump my own gas when I do that in Japan, right? So, so it's a. Uh, I think doing just doing everyday things would make me feel like a super VIP because there's no one else doing it. You know, you go to and then I I see I've seen this video of this guy, same guy, going to a supermarket to shop. It's for like it's one of the expensive supermarkets in North Korea, and he goes he goes to the supermarket. There's no one there, and this lady smiling very creepily. And they have all the vegetables on the shelves, but it's all like wrapped individually. It's like Japan, you know. It's all wrapped individually, and it's just the treatment they get is is super nice. But nobody's buying them, so the like the like the shelves are completely full but nobody's there shopping and they have all the vegetables and this guy goes on to buy it 
uh, and gets a super VIP treatment by the by the store, stuff like that. It's a uh, I, I want to try, you know, I want to, I want to experience it, you know, it, it must feel nice to live in a world. It's like, it's like a zombie apocalypse, you know? <laughs> so, so you want, you want to be a king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's basically what I'm hearing, like some kind of dictator. Yeah. Oh God. Um, so, so, you know, it's, it's, you know, like, it's sad, all the food shortages that they sometimes have um, when the weather condition is severe. Yes, but you know, putting all of that aside, you know, I think it's an interesting place to visit. But you know, you were talking about getting caught in Cuba with cocaine and and, and marijuana. Uh, but I think the worst is to get caught with anything in in North Korea, because uh, I think there was a an American student that went there uh, several years ago, and he apparently ripped off a poster of. Kim Jong-un or, you know, some, some kind of propaganda poster off the, off the wall in the hotel to take it home with him. And he got caught and he didn't come back alive to the States. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't think you would really want to <laughs> go to North Korea. <laughs> but they have a lot of, like, untouched things, you know? It's a... Uh, it's a different kind of values that they possess. And yeah, I mean, there's a few things about North Korea. That's like really, really messed up. One is that they, the people in North Korea literally believe King Jong-un is a God. Mm -hmm. Like they took the Bible and they converted it and replaced everything that said Jesus and God with, <laughs> the, the 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 kim's family's uh names whoa so, so people they, think that they made their own version they, of a of a uh, christianity yeah. <laughs> yeah. and so like you know how in like a typical christian or catholic home in mm -hmm. um an american place they would usually have like the cross yeah or like a picture of jesus or something if, mm -hmm. if they're religious mm -hmm. everyone in north korea has a picture of Kim Il-sung, Kim Jong-un in the place that you would typically have your cross or... So in, in like your living room or... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And and people would come into that room, um, like officials, like KGB style. Like, yeah. Um, and they would check that you have the pictures up. Yeah. And they, they will check to make sure it's not crooked. And if it's crooked, you're like in so much trouble. Like, it's really wow. messed up. Wow. Um, and that's that like, that's the, th yeah, that's the thing, right? It's, uh, I think what they're showing you in those videos is what um, they allow like travelers or like yeah, um, diplomats for sure. to go do. For sure. To take a and look it's all at. for show. It's all for show. Yeah. yeah. It's all fake, right? Yeah, it's, it's all, all fake. Stage. Mm -hmm. And can you imagine if like one of those people that was serving you fries accidentally tips the fry over and makes a mistake? That person's oh, they're screwed. Like yeah, yeah, they're dead. Yeah. So there's like a lot of like, like I don't know why you want to go there when you're like, and you're gonna pay, give them money because that just feeds that country. Uh, yeah, leader of of course, of course, money, yeah. Right? You know that, that that's that's uh, <laughs> you know, but without without taking that aspect into account, I I would love to, you know, <laughs> just 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 to feed my curiosity because. It's it's a it's a very interesting uh, place. I think you know. I was I was so obsessed at one point. I would like watch 
videos on North Korea uh, while I eat uh, my dinner. <laughs> I, I was just I was just fantasizing about uh, going there uh, on a trip. So you can yeah. even if your country does not have a like like Japan even if your country uh, does not have a, you know political or a relations with North Korea you can still go to North Korea through China. There's a train that leaves uh, Beijing or this this no no not Beijing uh, there's a train that leaves uh, the town in China and tra- takes you directly into North Korea. Yeah, goes one way into North Korea, but never comes out. <laughs> for some people, <laughs> for some people, yes. Like if you were, if you actually tried to go there, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if you'd be able to leave. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, <laughs> my, my friend went to North Korea. My Canadian friend went to North Korea. Your Canadian friend, but yes. has has any of your Japanese friends gone to North Korea? No, with like a Japanese passport. No. <laughs> I've 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 read some stories on the internet, so I think it's possible, but uh, mm-hmm. no one I know. I mean, there's only one person of all of my friends that have been to North Korea. Period, and he just happened to be Canadian. So, yeah, I got think it. it's uh, yeah. The closest I ever got to North Korea was on the DMZ when I was in, when I was visiting South. Oh, Korea. okay, you went to DMZ. Okay. Yeah. How did it but feel just, being uh being there? It's just a bunch of guys pointing guns at each other and then there's like a bunch of mines in between them. Ooh. Like explosive mines. Was there like a, did you feel the tension or it was just kind of there? It, it feels like if if anyone did anything they're going to start shooting. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Wow. It was just like oh Okay, well, sir, this place does not feel safe at all. Wow. <laughs> Nothing about the fences and the gu- and these guys holding guns mm-hmm. and looking at each other feels safe whatsoever. It's like wow. the last place I want to be. Um, wow. If, if something goes down. Yeah. And there's like a place, like a little like one area of where the DMZ is mm-hmm. where people can go and meet. It's like a, okay. it's like a, yeah, it's like a little like room meeting shack. Um, a meeting shack. Yeah, okay, that you can go in, and uh, you can go and uh, meet someone else from North Korea mm-hmm. and talk to them. Okay, but you're not allowed to leave a certain. You're not allowed to to cross a certain line. Uh, if you cross a certain line, either the South Korean army will stop you. Even in the room, inside the room. Even in the room. Yeah. Okay. And and the North Korean will definitely shoot you. <laughs> wow. So, so so there's like a lot of like really there's the tension's pretty like intense in that, okay. that area. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure if you went through from China's side, because you can take like you say you can take a rail from that area. Mm-hmm. There's like a trade station for China and North mm-hmm. Korea in that area. I haven't been there before, but from the things that my friend has told me, mm-hmm. um, it's all like people from China that is doing a lot of like black market trading. Yeah. Like, so like all like the rice and all the stuff that North Korea needs to like Mm -hmm. survive because Mm -hmm. North Korea is more of like a, uh, like they, they specialize primarily in manufacturing cheap goods. Okay. And like mining. Mm. Because there's like a lot of like high density minerals in North Korea. Okay. And all of that stuff goes to china mm-hmm. and china 
in turn um, gives them food. Gives them food through their black market, right? Because oh, okay. they're not officially allowed yeah. to like say they're they're a trading partner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you'll see like tons of like businessmen in China mm-hmm. come with like large trucks or they'll do large order flows of like products and services. Okay. Um and then the exchange of that is like they would shift all the, that stuff. So like if you think about like, hey, when you think about things made in China that are like manufactured, like mm-hmm. clothes, like cheap clothing. Yeah. It or, could have been made uh, in North Korea. They it's a high likelihood that they're made in North Korea. I see. Yeah. So yeah. so China must be getting a pretty good deal out of you know all of this because North Korea only has probably China as its main source of uh, As you their know, own training yeah, 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 their their counterpart. So, you know, China can probably, you know, if they want to, manipulate the price, etc. Right, at their own will. Interesting. But no, yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting um, like relationship that mm-hmm. those two countries have. I see. Um, But because on, on yeah. one hand, if mm-hmm. you if China doesn't give north korea food and stuff like that mm-hmm. then even more people in north korea will starve and die yeah yeah right then now and like yeah. and like if someone internationally were to like donate like money and food to mm-hmm. north korea mm-hmm. the likelihood of that money and food going to the people is like very thin <laughs> it's like mm. it's like maybe one percent of it will end up going to like the people and the rest of it goes to you know the elites right in north korea i see but you know actually i think the the unicef and red Cl- red cross those those uh, organizations uh they are donating you know s- supplies you know medical supplies and maybe some food i'm not sure but for sure medical supplies to north korea yeah. for its people and yeah the the most messed up thing that i saw is that actually north korea has ways of like exporting um their culture Okay. Um, so I was watching this video a while ago. I I never knew that mm-hmm. these places existed, but there were like, there's like international North Korean restaurants that live in some of these like Southeast Asian countries, like okay. Cambodia and Vietnam. Whoa. So like okay. they'll serve like traditional North Korean food. I heard it's good. And well, North Korean food is actually not bad. There's actually a restaurant um in BC that serves oh. North Korean food. Yeah, oh, I have man. no idea whether or not that's a shell company though for or shell business for to ship back Canadian dollars to yeah, Korea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't eat North Korean food there. Wow. Um, okay. And it's yeah, and those restaurants, there's like these satellite businesses that that live around multiple countries that serve North Korean food and have North Korean services. Mm-hmm. Um, and like all of the staff are all North Korean agents. <laughs> that's scary all of them okay <laughs> and and so what they'll do is they'll take the foreign currency right? yeah and then they will ship it back to the motherland wow and that goes into so they're like yeah you know they're basically you know, yeah. sending their people overseas yeah. as like international like work mm-hmm. people or mm-hmm. or i guess like, like they're on a mission they're, they're on a mission yeah, yeah they have to do the work right I see. and i've heard that european countries will also get North Korean laborers to build their buildings. Really? As well, yeah. yeah. But, okay. Even though it's illegal. Yeah, it's that. illegal. Like it's against, yeah. yeah. But I guess they work be, hard. 
Yeah, and then yeah. of course that money will then go to North Korea. Wow! Fun, so it's, it's a lot of you know under the table underground kind of business deals going on with North Korea. Well, I mean, if no one can trade with you, that's the only thing you can do, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, you can only go rely on black market activities, and、um, like I think I forgot which country has it, but they have like a museum、um, about North Korea. In another country, really, people and tourists、okay. can go to pay.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's really like interesting, like、wow. uh, how North Korea like does certain stuff, and they're big on like cryptocurrencies. Oh yeah, yeah, cryptocurrency and hacking. I think. Yeah. Yeah, they have a national team of hackers,、hacking、right?、Agency. Yeah. Yeah, they have a hacking agency and、mm-hmm. like、uh, an agency designed to like look for cryptocurrencies and like. Hoard it into their,、uh, yeah. Their I、economy. see. I see. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know why you want to go there. <laughs> to be honest, it's like, oh man. <laughs> no, it's it's just But,、uh, it's just a fascinating fascinating place. So even when I travel, I actually I think I I like a I like to travel to places that are a little bit deserted. So even when I travel. In Japan, I tend to go to places that are. I tend to enjoy going to places that are not so mainstream and maybe a little bit deserted. Because I, I I simply don't like、uh, you know places that are too crowded, and I I want to feel like I found something that I you know other people may not have found yet. So I, you know, I, I like that sense of、uh, discovery when I travel. So you know, I, I feel like North Korea may be a place for for discovery. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you start small first and try out like, you know, going to、uh, Cuba? Yeah, you know, I think and, I should start small. different parts of China first. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then before I before you decide to go to North Korea, yeah, <laughs> right away. Because <laughs> that、mm-hmm, mm-hmm. could be. I mean, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest thing, right? Which is that if you're not white,、mm-hmm. you're probably going to disappear in North Korea. <laughs> oh dang! <laughs> or if you're not white, or if you're not like Chinese or Russian, you're probably going to disappear in North Korea.、Uh. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, maybe I'll start small <laughs> with Cuba, and、China. I mean, if you really want to go to a deserted place, why don't you go to,、um, you know, the uh, uh, why don't you go to the UAE? Why don't you go to the Arab states? It's all <laughs> desert. <laughs> <laughs> That is literally a desert. <laughs> <laughs> It's very empty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All you see is like sand and like. So. Buildings. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing how how quickly they, you know, build those super 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 skyscrapers. You know, it's it's pretty amazing. I think, but at the same time, did you know that you know the, the tallest building, Burj Khalifa,、uh, they don't have a working sewer system. So they need to like manually or you know use a truck to transport. Uh, all the all the shit people take <laughs> every day, so and that that forms like a like a traffic in 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 Dubai because they they don't have a functioning sewer system. 
Yeah, I, so I, it brings a whole new name to shitty traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I found that a little bit uh questionable. Uh, Got you it. Know. You know, I feel like. I mean, it, yeah. Why don't they just like put it out into the desert and let it dry out because it's like so hot? Yeah, that's true. And humid. But then the whole city would smell like shit. No, but like outside of like. Oh, like out out somewhere. Maybe uh, that's what the they're city. doing. Yeah, maybe. And, and but they maybe need you know the, ground. Yeah, but shit gotta go somewhere, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they use that to build their artificial islands. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Landfill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's like... Uh, are there any other, like, places that you would think about moving to if, you know, Japan wasn't as safe? If Japan like, wasn't... You, where would you move? You said Canada was one option yeah. to be a permanent resident. What was, where are some of the other options you'd think about? Well, Canada definitely... Maybe some, some countries in in Europe, uh, because I I think say, you know, uh, Holland or Netherlands are they they're more open to I think uh, more and more international, uh, to to accept uh, immigrants. Australia is a is a good country, but I'm too scared of like, giant spiders and like other crazy creatures <laughs> that they have right i don't know I, I maybe i'm watching too much internet but i don't know i have i have the i have the impression that everything, everything there yeah, is gonna kill you kill you exactly <laughs> i mean they have a bird that kills you right you know the bird that, that, that that's in australia yeah, yeah. and they have like or even the, a kangaroo yeah the kangaroo can <laughs> super strong yeah they're pretty buff yeah yeah and they have but it's it's pretty cool in australia they have all the all the creatures that that are not you know in in other countries or like in, anywhere in the world so yeah that's, that's i mean australia cool. used to be like a prison country right yeah that's that's, that's where, where the, people get exiled right yeah it's where yeah. the uk would send their prisoners mm-hmm. to <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's <laughs> it's really funny that yeah australia would be like the place that you don't want to go to, even though it's super sunny all the time. Yeah, it's super <laughs> nice. I, I went there, I traveled there a few years ago. Yeah. And it was super nice. Uh, people are pretty nice in general. But it was just, uh, you know, it's just, I think it's it's the internet that scares you uh, a lot. <laughs> With giant spiders. <laughs> yeah. But why, then why, do you, why is Canada in your choice of moving to well i think it's i think canada gets to benefit a lot from the fact that the united states is a is a neighbor both in terms of you know national you know safety as well as you know um just you know just just the just the just the things that are you know, I I mean, it goes both ways, but you know the 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 infrastructure and things that that are that are coming over, like new services that that gets invented in in the states, that gets uh that comes to Canada pretty quickly compared to other countries. So you know, you get to benefit from that, and it's it's got beautiful nature in Canada, and it's also very safe, and people are quite polite. Uh, I'm not I'm not mean to generalize, but you know, compared to 
you know, the people in the, in the States, in, in certain parts, uh, Canadians in general are more polite. I hear more sorries in Canada than I did in the <laughs> States because I lived in both countries, right? And Canadian, yeah. Canadians do say sorry and they're more, I think, I mean, of course, there are many Americans that I, that are, that are my friends and are very nice, but uh, I think Canadians are more calm in general. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So, like, if if there was like if Japan turned into like a Western country, it would be Canada. Is basically what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think Japan has, you know, I wouldn't say it's exactly the same, but uh, in terms of modesty, I think it's it's uh, it's it's more similar to Canada than in the United States. The yeah. US. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Where would you want to live if? You know, say, you know, Canada. Canada was about to go go bust or something. Um, yeah, it's if Canada went bust. I mean, there's like a few places, probably the Netherlands mm-hmm. or New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of like countries that are very neutral, <laughs> mm. that stay as neutral as possible. Yeah. Um, Singapore might be one. Um that I would look at, but the cost of living is so high in Singapore that it's like, but it's very business friendly. So maybe Singapore is a good option, mm-hmm. uh, but there's a lot of like rules and restrictions on, about yeah. certain things in Singapore yeah. that I'm not that fond of, but mm-hmm. like having visited there before, it's a nice place. It's incredibly beautiful. Food is great. There's like so much diversity in Singapore. Yeah. Um, it's just, their laws are, a little strange. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a, a little it's, working. It's it's very you know it's a, it's a state controlled uh, country. Yeah. The control that's yeah. you know and the influence the state has over people is you know quite significant. Yeah. Yeah, those would be maybe like the three options I would think about right now. I see. Netherlands, I see. New Zealand, or Singapore. Hmm. You know, I, I, you know, I I went to Singapore three times, four times. Uh, for business before and I found it a little bit boring you know it's a nice country everything is running smoothly but it it, everything felt artificial and you know everything is within your expectations in Singapore and that's what makes it nice too at the same time but you know I it just felt too safe in Singapore when I was there you know, nothing really like blows your mind. So as a traveler, I would not want to go there, but I think it's a nice place to live. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. You like to go to the places with a little bit of danger. A danger or, you know, I can I can see something unexpected, you know. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. You should go to the Congo. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> go to Africa. Yeah, I would um, like to try to go to Africa actually one day. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or go to the Amazon rainforest. Hmm. Hmm. I need a good Love tour guide for that. But I would I would like to try to go to Africa, say like Kenya and go to like the safari. That mm. that's that would be nice. Yeah. Well, you did go to India, right? Yeah. One time. Yeah. But yeah. Did you run into any tigers? <laughs> <laughs> the Bengal tigers? No, yeah. I I didn't. Uh yeah, I was only in the cities for the most part. But India was quite an experience. I went there twice actually. Once for business and once uh you know, private traveling and 
Yeah, you know they have the the river, the Ganges River. So I went there and I even took uh you know I I even uh, took a dip in the in the river. <laughs> I I see your face. Uh, you look so disgusted. But uh, yeah, I even took a dip a dip in the river and uh you know I I did the praying. There was like a group of people that were praying, so I did it with them and they put this little sign on my forehead and and that was that was very good. Um what color was that river? The river it's basically mud colored. It's like soil colored. It was it was like you can't see anything. It's basically like <laughs> Yeah. It, it's like it's like it's like mud. Yeah. I hope it's mud. Did you, did you get sick after going into that water? No, actually, yeah, I was very scared. So I I took a dip and I rinsed myself quickly afterwards. So I, I took like a bottle of water with me. So after that, I just like rinsed myself very quickly. Try to rinse every hole, right, of my body. Yeah. <laughs> you look so disgusting, Kay. <laughs> <laughs> it's because like I have seen the Bengali River, right? Yeah. And like I don't want to... I mean, I mean, if you go upstream, yeah, and you look at what they're doing there and how that <laughs> color comes to be, yeah, it's like uh, I know, I know, people like, like people like uh, you know, like when when people die, they you know they burn the bodies and 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 the ashes uh, get tossed to the to the river, etc. Yeah, yeah, and also like they wash their clothes in that river and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and, like sometimes they throw like. The garbage and waste in that river yeah so i'm just like ooh. yeah i know it's it's pretty yeah. gross uh but it's supposed to be like a sacred uh river right so <laughs> <laughs> you don't listen. look so convinced <laughs> <laughs> listen man you know you could tell me like that like the toilet bowl is sacred and I should dump my head in there, but that, I ain't going to do that. Okay. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> hey, but you know, I, I made it, I made it, I made it, you know, I made it alive. So, um, you made a cultural commitment. To exactly. <laughs> so, you know, actually when I traveled to India, I even got the, their like traditional attire. It's called Kurta Pajama. Um, and 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 went and did that so it was uh, i got the full experience of uh you know being in india but india actually when i went there i encountered a lot of scammers people always try to scam you and i was almost getting tired one guy uh you know i was walking around in delhi with my friend who i, who I went traveling with and this guy kept following us and, you know, try to talk to us, like, in a friendly manner. Hey, I, I my sister uh, works in Japan, etc., which is all bullshit. And, and, and I was wearing sunglasses, right? And he's trying to take us to this tourism center, which is government-owned, and that sells you tickets to go to places. And, you know... I was I was I was pretty naive that that was when I just landed in in India so I was kind of still half listening to him trying to have a conversation with him and then the how you know he gave away that he was a scammer was he 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 called me Justin Bieber 
Like, oh, you look like Justin Bieber. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> He's like, oh, you look nice. You look like Justin Bieber. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and and then I realized, oh, well, this guy is onto something. <laughs> and I actually went to the government building, and it just looked like a looked like a regular like shack, and had like some counters. And I'm like, well, no, this is not it. And uh, we just decided to leave. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> here. Justin Bieber, uh, if if they became Asian, and yeah, very different. <laughs> yeah, totally I know. I'm not. like, I, I can't, I can't, you know. <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch. Of yeah, a it's compliment. a bit of it's it's a bit of a stretch. Not even a bit. It's a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, he he can't be in the right mind to be saying this. So. <laughs> I but mean, in India, I, actually, overall, so people were there were many scammers, but when probably in the big city, yeah, in the big cities, yeah. But actually, when you when you when you interact with uh, you know non scammer people, they're they're all pretty nice. So we took this train to from from Delhi to go to uh, you know to travel around the country, and you know we were we were seated next to this like Indian family with the kids. So it's a sleeper train that we were on. And, you know, we, we, we took the train all the way to Varanasi where the, where the river is, which is like, I think 16 hours of train ride. And we made pretty good friends with the family. And, you know, they would offer us like uh, Indian snacks and we, we gave the kids uh, some Japanese snacks and stuff. We had some like nice, you know, cultural exchange going on on the train, which was very nice. But yeah, so Indian people, Usually nice, but when you're not Indian, they there's just many scammers that try to, you know, come and get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the thing about like India is that their their economy is like going like crazy right now. Yes. Um and like Mumbai is very fairly well developed so far mm-hmm. um right now. But it's like you can see like the disparity, right, in India, yes. in, in at least in the central cities where it's like you've got these like amazing huge skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. But then right next to them, the large buildings, there's the slums, right? It's just yeah. like... No, it's like, like the slums are like very, very, like really a slum. Because uh, I, uh, I saw a slum and it, it just looked like a pile of garbage, right? Yeah, and it's really it, like not it, sanitary. And, yeah, and there, there's uh, there was a kid who was standing, no clothes on. I mean, they don't even have any clothes to put on. And then right next to it was was a castle, uh, Agra, uh, Taj Mahal. So, you know, and and you know, you see like you see all these tourists with big cameras, etc., and everyone's trying to make a living. And then right next to it was the uh, was the was a poverty right so it's 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 really there and when you're you know riding on a taxi in in india there would be you know uh people who would bang on the on the window and ask you for money stuff like that yeah so it really exists the poverty you know um there's this like there's this meme that i saw somewhere Mm -hmm. where um someone's like uh asking for money 
mm-hmm. and they say like, oh, I don't have like cash or coins right with me to give mm-hmm. to you. I only have credit card. Yeah. And then the guy takes out like an ATM <laughs> or no, like, like, like a pin pad, right? For your, <laughs> for your credit card. So it's he's, like taking, he's card. taking payments. Oh, that's a good investment that he made, you know, because, you know, when I, people don't carry around cash all that much anymore, right? Yeah. But they would always have a credit card with them. Or they'll have their phone and you can Venmo yeah. that stuff, right? Or I wouldn't be surprised that they would have like a crypto wallet. They'll, they'll be like, oh, it's okay. I can take crypto too. Can mm. you like, <laughs> can you donate crypto to me? Um, That's nice. <laughs> That's nice. I don't know. But if you had that kind of, you know, entrepreneurship, you know, like initiative, you, you know, I've, to me, my question is, why don't you just... You know, try something. For something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put your put that effort into something like something else. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Um, my exposure to India is not as as like broad. I didn't travel across all of India. Mm-hmm. Um, where did you go? Mumbai. Like, yeah, mostly Mumbai mm-hmm. is where I went. Um, and then all of the other information that I've been hearing about India has been like through friends that are like they're more of like. Uh, they have family in India, so okay, okay. That's, that's like how I got more into it. Uh, mm. But definitely, the food is great in India. Um, yeah, just, just you know, make sure to buy some dukeral before you <laughs> go there, because um, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a rough one if you if you ch- if you get like a bad ga- roll of the dice and you choose the wrong food stall to buy from. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I always um, made sure that I eat at a busier looking restaurant yeah i think that's like the rule of thumb uh when i want to explore like food in say india or southeast asia i always look for a restaurant that's that's busy with locals yeah so so that i know their their food is you know has a high turnaround yeah yeah well there's also like the dirtiest place is the best place yeah yeah. That's the rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah. Like dirtiest place with a lot of like customers coming in and out. Yeah. I think yeah. that's that's yeah. like uh as <laughs> a rule as an Asian rule of thumb. If it's dirty but there's a ton of people in there, it means it's a good place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> it means it's it's gonna be cheap and it's also gonna be like tastes really good. Yeah. But you might mm-hmm. regret it. <laughs> after, <laughs> after well you know depends on how how tolerant your uh stomach is I yeah think. how, how strong your stomach yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you have well, that I mean, in korea like in, in japan basically you can go to anywhere you don't have to use that uh, you know you don't have to use that guidance you can go to anywhere you can close your eyes and open open a door to the restaurant, and you can eat the rawest food there, and you will still not get sick. Usually, I don't. I don't think that's true though. In in Japan, like I know you can have like raw egg and like yep. raw chicken and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm not gonna try. I don't trust some of the raw stuff. Like I'll stick to fish because I know like the preparation requirement for. Yeah. But I've sushi. never gotten sick in Japan. Well, maybe like once in my life. Yeah. So, you know, but like for for like ninety, I th- I would say ninety nine percent of the time it's safe. I'm just wondering if it's uh if the same applies to say you when you eat out in in Korea 
or China. Or China, I'm not sure. China, you have a higher likelihood of getting sick. If it's okay.、Wrong. Okay. Definitely. Um, I would, I would even if you eat the cooked stuff, you, you, yeah, <laughs> I see. You'll probably get sick unless you go to like the expensive places. Then you have very, very low chance of ever getting sick.、Um, okay, in China, um, but the food stalls, it's like a coin flip, right? You don't. Okay, <laughs> it'll taste good for sure,、mm-hmm. but it's just like, who knows what's gonna happen, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely for Korea. Korea doesn't really do that much raw stuff except for seafood. I see. I see. They don't do like the raw beef or okay, unless it's like a Japanese style restaurant、mm-hmm. uh, where the Korean person or South Korean、uh, chef was trained in Japan. Then、mm-hmm. they may have like beef tataki, right? Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's mostly like raw、uh, raw seafood. I see.、Um, I see. That that's okay, but. Some of the raw seafood stuff, like if you go to a bad place, you will get sick in Korea. I see. I see. <laughs> Some, like,、uh, in Seoul, I don't. You're very unlikely to get sick. I think when you eat、I、food、see. in Seoul,、uh, but when you go, like maybe into. Like some some areas of like, South Korea that's not as like, populous. Mm-hmm. You pr- might get sick. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> With some other, if it's raw, if it's raw,、okay. but if it's cooked,、yeah. then you're you're very unlikely to get sick.、Yeah. I see. I see.、Yeah. So you know, yeah, I, I could have been wrong because I don't usually eat raw chicken in Japan. Yeah. But we do have chicken sashimi. In, yeah, that's、uh, gross. Yeah, I, I find <laughs> it gross too. Sometimes,、that's... but sometimes it's good.、Uh, like my, you know, my mom's friend who is like an auntie. She makes like this banging like chicken,、uh, chicken garlic ginger mixed thing, and it goes really well with your drinks. That that's really good. But usually I don't eat it uh, for、yeah. for you know safety concerns and just I don't know I don't I don't want to eat raw chicken. It's it's I've been trained not to right chicken yeah, usually cooked. There's a reason why you shouldn't、yeah. be eating raw chicken. Yeah. Um, But Japanese people、pork. eat it all the time, and they they seem to be doing fine. So I I think as long as the chicken is fresh, it's okay. Apparently, I mean it's not regulated. So, and we also eat raw beef and eggs, eggs and horse meat. So, <laughs> I love eating the raw horse meat though. Oh, I didn't take you, Kay, when you came to Japan. Yeah. Oh no! You I get think it. I would pass on. No, no, no you gotta check. No, no, no. It's 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 safe. It's safe. <laughs> I have had horse before. I have tried the horse before. Okay. Um, in France. Okay. The the、um, horse meat sashimi is uh. Oh, they eat horse in France. Yeah, yeah. you can get like the the flank of a horse. Okay. Like, the ass cheek、yeah. of a horse. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can also eat like um rabbits, right? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. A bunch of other stuff, but veal and stuff like that.、Mm. Um. But yeah, you can order horse horse ass. I see, <laughs> but it's、That's、cooked.、Fancy. So、It、sounds fancy. Just eat the ass of a horse. Because <laughs> <laughs> I I I thought、uh, Western countries are you know not supportive or you know usually of the idea of eating horse because horse is treated more like a friend.、Uh, mm. Than, like a domesticated animal. Yeah, exactly. It's like eating eating your dog, right?、Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I'm surprised to hear that France,、uh, French people are 
open to the idea of eating horse horse meat. I think it's more of like, yeah, it's it's more of a rural thing. In Paris, it's more of like the French stuff that you you typically run into, right? I see. It's, I see. It's big plates, small portion, <laughs> mm. <laughs> right? And like you know the. Everything is super expensive, but then、mm. once you go into the countryside in、mm-hmm. France, everything is like pretty reasonable. I see.、Um, I and see. And the portions become normal. Okay. <laughs> like meant for an actual human being, not for someone that's starving. I see.、Um, <laughs> well, that's. Just, I mean, I guess that's the case with、uh, every like major cities, right? You know, you know, you got to pay the rent. So. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.、Mm. No, but yeah, you you can't eat other other、uh, animals. Like it's it's okay.、Um, Like I know in, I haven't been to Germany yet because I I do want to go visit Germany at some point. But you can, from my understanding, eat raw. You can have raw pork. Raw have pork. Like raw pork dish. Yeah. I thought you're not supposed to. They have a raw pork dish in Germany. Whoa.、Um, so like, you know, it's not as you know, as much as like the West or like different countries say like, oh, you shouldn't eat. Raw things.、Mm-hmm. There's actually a lot of similarities <laughs> where it's like, okay, in some cultures, it's okay to eat these raw foods if they're prepared correctly. I see. Or like steak,、um, st- steak tartare too, right? It's a,、uh, yeah. it's basically raw meat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But、uh, yeah, it's、uh, it's funny. Have you like, you know, speaking of like eating and stuff like that, have you ever been to Korea? I have been to Korea. Yes.、Uh, A few times, you know, once with my family, once with my、uh, friends, and、okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But where'd you go, Busan I, or it just Seoul. just Seoul? So、okay. um, you know, I I don't think I've got a you know enough experience or exposure to the country. And both trips were were you know weekend trips. You can、uh, you can travel to Korea over weekends, right? From Japan, because、yeah. the flight is only. Like one and a half hour or so, two hours. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty close. So you know, it's 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 very short, two nights or three nights, a、uh, two nights I think both trips, and you know I just get there, eat the barbecue, go for drinks, you know, take a look around the the different districts of Seoul, and then fly back. So it's a、uh, yeah, not so much you know cultural uh, diving uh, done there really. Yeah, so yeah. I'd like to visit. Korea and China,、uh, you know, as、uh, well. Korea just to fill my curiosity, but China is to, you know, it's like a step one、uh, before traveling to North Korea.、Hmm. <laughs> Wait, ha- wh- have you been to any areas of China yet? I have,、uh, but it was like twenty years ago when I was a child. I went to Shanghai and Beijing, and man, I think judging from the pictures, a lot have changed. Since oh twenty years for yes, sure yes yes <laughs> and actually I'm you know I I find random videos or photos on the internet of the countryside China and it looks it's nice yeah it looks very nice. nice yeah so I want to try you know visiting different ch- parts of China maybe once the COVID situation is over and we get to travel again I like、yeah. to I would like to visit China maybe I bring like a Chinese speaking friend. With me, so that you know, I can communicate with people. But、uh, yeah, yeah, they have like the the weirdest looking mountains, but it's like so like it's beautiful, incredible. It's incredible.、Yeah. Like 
it's not like a traditional mountainside that you would normally run into in mm -hmm. Japan or like in, you know, in Canada or in the US where it's like really typical. It's like you've got your, your pointed mountains yep. for like skiing and stuff like that. But the, the mountains in Asia or in China are like, they're like figures. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like no sculptures. They, yeah. Right? They're like, it, it, yeah, it just almost looks like they just grew out of the earth. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, kind of it's yeah. like a like another fantasy yeah. land that you've just yeah. gone. It's like, like it looks like Elf Land, basically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it looks totally different. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, you know, if you are traveling a lot, you mm -hmm. know, as a Japanese person with like a the most one of the most powerful passports in the world, yeah. are you seeing a lot of uh, Japanese people traveling? Because I feel like they don't travel as much. They, as they don't travel they do. as much. I mean, I think there's a Japanese people. They have the language barrier first. And also because Japanese people, because it's so safe here, they are, my, my understanding, they're more likely to become targets of petty crimes mm. when, when they travel overseas. You know, they, right. they get pickpocketed. I think I would target a Japanese person actually because they they would leave their wallets <laughs> everywhere and their phones everywhere, you know, and they think it's okay. I mean, if you look at yeah. Japan, like, uh, you know, you you're at a cafe and you are working on your laptop and you want to use a toilet. I would never, but people do leave their laptop on the on the at the table and just go use the toilet and come back. And and the laptop is usually, uh, you know, still there. So uh, you know, if if you if you live in a country like that, it's uh and you know and and you you act like that uh, even when you travel, yeah you you're more likely to become the target of you know those crimes. So I think Japanese people they they like to you know exercise more caution and they they only travel to certain countries um, or areas uh, when they travel. I think. Uh, like you know, like, or countries that have similar like exactly um, exactly situations. So that's why they travel to South Korea. So South Korea, and it's close. South Korea, yeah. Taiwan is a, Taiwan. a very yeah. big destination for Japanese tourists. Australia, kind of safe, yeah, and and also you know Canada or Hawaii. Japanese people love going to Hawaii, stuff like that. So you know they they'd like to go to those places a lot. Yeah, but they, Vietnam is also in, becoming increasingly popular amongst Japanese. Yeah. Yeah, man. Gotta gotta get that pho. It's, gotta uh, get that pho. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, <laughs> and banh mi, right? <laughs> Thanks for listening to the K Koji podcast. You can find more episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Keep up to date by following us on Twitter and Instagram at K Koji Podcast. If you would like to support the program, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash K Koji. <laughs>